Hey guys, uh, welcome to my channel. Uh, my name is Stephanie Valandrias and you're listening to my podcast. Um, so this is my very first episode um, and this is pretty much like an intro of who I am and I hope I can provide insight to many uh, younger kind of girls or women in my generation, especially being at the age of 26 and having um, no clue what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Seriously. And I think hopefully a lot of every, like a lot of women also can relate, like especially like, not knowing what our path and finding happiness and, you know, what does that even mean? Um, so this experience and like, I just really want to share this with other people and hopefully could provide some insight um, to kind of your daily lives. Um, so a little bit about myself. Um, I'm from, um, born and raised in Montreal, um, Canada, and grew up, uh, my mom was a single mother, and I had, uh, I have two sisters. Um, one of my sisters, Christina, she's like two years older than me. And then I have my eldest sister, who's Nicoletta. We grew up in a, like a Filipino and Greek family, so we were obviously different. As in, like my dad has his own culture; he has his own ways of doing things, and then my mom has her own ways of doing things. And it's kind of like my parents both met like at that time. I guess like there wasn't no dating apps, but it was pretty much sending letters. There were pen pals. And I think my mom, well, my mom came from the Philippines and my dad was already, he's he from a Greek descent and was living already in Montreal. And so he pretty much hit up my mom, sent her a few letters. Um, and I think my mom just really wanted to come to Canada. Like most people wanted better opportunities, a better life. And so my mom took that leap of faith and she left everything she had. She left her family um, and moved to Canada and married my father. And a year after they got married, uh, my sister was born. So I can't remember if she was born a day after they got married or before, either or. It's really close in dates. Um, and so my parents' relationships didn't really w last for the reason that, like, coming from a Greek family, men could be very, really, like, dependent on their parents and so my mom just wanted someone who would actually be there and my father was there but he wasn't there he would always be with his grand my grandma so his mom and so my mom and him it didn't work out sadly but at the very end I'll closer to the story and as I go through my podcast I think that has made me a better and a stronger person Although I don't encourage a lot of like not saying that separation will is a beneficial thing for um, people, but it obviously has its ups and it has its, its has pros and cons. And one of the cons being that the lack of trust that I felt like I have towards men and lack of reliance. And it takes a while, especially as I go through my podcast, I'll share with you my experience and my relationships and some of them turned out okay obviously a lot of them didn't turn out okay but no hard feelings to all the exes you know like obviously made it here somehow and um and then like my current relationship is a little bit different than some others but 
I try to make it work. It has some good and bad, but right now it's working. So yeah. Um, so that's pretty much about my family and how like my background. So when my parents divorced in much like back when I was nine years old, my mom and at the time I did the her boyfriend who's now my stepdad um so they they helped us move we moved we literally drove like for three days so if you don't know anything about canada but like driving from east coast to west can take a long many many days the country is so big that like just going through one province like say ontario could take you a, a day a day and a half if you're actually quite like if for slower drivers but a day for those who can speed through it but that's how big the country is like one whole day of driving and that's just one province and so if you know the map pretty well for those of you who don't know you have to go quebec so montreal's in quebec drive to ontario Ontario to Manitoba, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Saskatchewan to Alberta. And so we literally drove across the country to come to Edmonton because my family, my mom's side of the family was there. And at the time, obviously, she needed help and she needed support. And um, what better way than moving everyone to the people that you're comfortable with, especially going through a divorce and having three kids and being a single mom. So, I mean... It was a ballsy move. My mom is takes very ballsy like actions. Like she has no fear whatsoever, and I really, really admire her for that. I feel like because of that, I'm the same. Like I also would take a leap of faith if something was guaranteed. Um, probably not move for a man. Um, I don't know if I would do that. Just depending. Um, if if it's mutually beneficial but i mean don't say that don't do it if you feel like it's right it's in your heart something just tells you to do it i'd say do it because follow your intuitions anyways don't want to get all mushy gushy here and so that's pretty much how it started moved all the way to edmonton alberta finished high school um and my university i studied business um and i was literally like obviously growing up like my mom has always told us that school is so important and i never took it for granted but in university obviously i took it so seriously like even like a b or C, like I would go into depression. Like, and just looking back now, I feel that my, obviously I'll, I'll provide you inside of my perspectives about school and education itself. And it's not because I got, I was influenced from others. It's just over time, I started to relook at the way my views has changed. And I'll tell you more, especially when I start to expressing how I feel right now and like where I'm at, the place I'm in right now, at my workplace. Um, and so I went to university. Um, I did a five-year course. I completed, it's pretty much a four-year bachelor's of commerce and then major in supply chain and then finished off my co-op term, which is pretty much a one-year work term. It is paid, which is, that's pretty much the reason why I did it because I, I needed money and I didn't want to go without, it was just guaranteed I would get a job. 
And so I was never focused about like who I was. Like I feel like throughout university, it just flew by so fast. I literally like, it was just focused on so many assignments. You're so swamped with all these assignments and classes that you really don't, I really don't believe you have the time to sit down really, take a look at yourself and be like, okay, is this really, is this really what I want to do? Or am I doing it because someone's telling me to do? Or am I doing because my friends are in it? Or am I doing it because... Um, this is what I heard is the best option with the lowest risk. So we go into university thinking that like, obviously you go there to learn and to enhance your understanding about life and the things around it. But like education then became something where it's like to get a better job and have a better way of life. And I think because we were so focused into like what job would give us the best security and um the best you know way of life which is something you always have to think of it kind of moved your focus away from exactly like who am i what kind of life do i want to live we stopped asking those questions instead we started asking and i felt like i was asking i'm not saying we like everyone but majority start we because my peers and I, we would ask the same questions like, how much money do they make a year? Is it secure? Um, is it in demand? Um, like, is it, you know, can I get a job right after university or not? So those were the main questions we would all ask ourselves. And it's like, because you're around those kind of people and you're being influenced by, you know, professors that might not know aren't they're not help i mean some of them are helping you but like i feel like a lot of times i felt like in my experience not that i came from a shithole university i mean it's pretty like it's okay it's not like craziest like prestigious one out there but you were not getting those people were not enhancing your creativity and i felt like i was overall i have been such a creative person as growing up even from a child i love drawing and coloring and coming and creating all these weird you know designs i i felt like i lost that part of me and um I, I never even lifted a pencil to draw anything i stopped drawing completely and it's not until now that i have the time for myself and um in the workplace and i'm starting to discover oh my god i that's something I crave and it's something I need to express myself. Anyways, so I completed my co-op term. I did my work term. Um, and then I was able to land a job right after university with one of the largest integrated oil companies here in Canada as within my field. And I did get up, ended up getting a job in the field that I studied in, which I felt like, oh, it was really beneficial. And I think one slight happiness that I mean one moment of happiness I can recall since all that was getting that letter getting you know that phone call saying that I'm you know they would like to keep me in the team and they want to keep me full-time and I was happy about everything the wage was pretty well for a starting position entry level I was making like six make 60k I'm still making around that you know that salary but um obviously like you know you there are other factors that come into play um other than the pay okay so 
so now my first year working for the company that I, I am working for, and I, can, I don't want to disclose them and say the name because obviously it, it sounds a bit like I'm giving a one-point biasness or whatever, I, and it's probably confidential as well. But, I mean, not saying... I just came to realize because, I mean, the job itself is eight-hour day, Monday to Friday, sitting in a computer, staring, crunching numbers, picking up calls, going to meetings, coming back from meetings, taking notes, issuing out documents, being rushed, reportings, you name it. Like, I can go on and on and on and on. But literally, like, working for, and I, and I work for corporate, um, it's just always those expectations. Like you do reportings, you don't even know what exactly. Like I mean, some of these reportings, it's just to provide upper management with, you know, here's the progress. But it's like, I mean, I can't complain because if I was up there, I'd probably want to know where things are going. It's just that I don't feel like it's for me. And I sit down every day and I wake up and I do the best I can. It's I know I'm not in the right place. I just know it. I just know that I don't want to keep how I because you know how you know it is that I keep questioning you start to question things and you start to challenge things and then some things just don't make sense within yourself inside and then you you can express it but if you were to express it it would jeopardize how people perceive your work ethics so you know for example um, someone comes to me and they're explaining something about, hey, we need to enter these, this, this, and this into the system, and we need to have this information at all times. Um, I'd be like, hey, Bob, but we never done that. They're like, but you know what? It adds value. This person wants to see it in this reporting, blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I'm like, honestly, what difference does it make? Are they even reading this? Like, I mean, all this work for what? You start to, and you spend hours, you literally spend hours working on something and in hopes that all, because someone else wants to see it, it just drives me crazy. It just makes me feel so irrelevant and like I'm spending my precious time. Like, I mean, everyone's time is so precious and even two hours of a day crunching numbers, sending it to someone because they want to see it. I mean, I feel like all my efforts are put to nothing. I really feel that way. I feel like it's just a bunch of like, it's a bunch of garbage. I feel like a lot of this is, and people make up these numbers anyways. I'm, I'm not saying everyone does, but like there's so many things that people can bypass depending on who you know, your relationship with that person and how people perceive you. If people, if you come off as confident, no one will comp ever, like, it's very rare that someone's going to start questioning the things or the information you provide them with. It's so easy. It's so, so simple if you can understand how it works. And understanding now like realizing all this stuff and like it's like what's the point you know like what are we all working towards are we all a lot of people are just working for the next paycheck it's just like how could you live your life like that i really cannot understand how can you go on wake up and just look forward to two weeks every year two weeks paycheck 
it's crazy. It sounds so crazy to me. And I understand people have obligations despite how much they get paid. It's just like you need to have that love. You need to have that drive. You need to have that sense of purpose. I mean, if at least I know that like I do a fairly good job in my work as well. Um, I'm going to take pride of it, although it's I know it's something for me. But it's just that there's so many things that come you need to stay in consideration. And um, being 26, you come to an age where you just, it's the right time to start asking these questions, especially if all those listeners who are in that age and are experiencing frustration in their jobs and you thought it was going to be something but ends up being not what you expected because the whole school system is all messed up. They've made us to believe that, you know, this is the right path, but no one has ever asked us those questions. How do you want to live your life? Um, how do you see it? How can you picture it to be? Like, do you see yourself living in an apartment for like, you know, most of your life? Do you do you want to own a house? Okay, if you do want to own a house, what can you do to make? How much money would you have to start making? Start from the t- like starting from our actual dreams and then working down. And how are we gonna do and creating a plan? Like that's what's important instead of like. I mean, a lot of the things I learned in university, I hardly even remember anything. I really don't remember a thing. None of it I'm applying. It has not helped me. Like, it's crazy. It's just insane. And you spend so much money. I'm telling you, if someone could remember, like, algebra from university, first year university, I'm very impressed. And they're probably still using it, maybe. I don't know. At least for me, I can only speak for myself, and I have not. Anyways, this podcast is not to complain, but it's just kind of to like, to make people aware that, you know, start asking yourself those questions. If it feels like, if you feel like something isn't right, you feel a little lost, you know, disconnect yourself and spend a lot of time with yourself and understanding. And I came to realize at this age that I don't know if I fully know myself like I don't I can't confidently say I know myself because I've been so adaptable and it's been a a very good quality for a lot of cases but it can be a burden in many cases as well being adaptable can can make you change your priorities you can make you change your direction because you're capable of putting yourself in multiple different environments and performing and accelerating in that performance with little to none, you know, with without even expecting it to be. Um, so anyways, this podcast is pretty much to go through and I am going to have also fun times too. Like I, I don't want people to think that, you know, it's going to be a downer, but it definitely going to invite a few of my friends, my colleagues, some of the people I really admire in my life. We're going to have one-on-one discussions. I'll also go through relationships. Um, I'll tell you some funny stories, especially in my crazy days. Like I was really, really crazy and I had a really great experience. I'll tell you some really crazy stories would you do that would you not do it like what's it like and just a life of like being at this age and discovering and I think that's the importance we need to feel uncomfortable comfort can 
can heart can kind of ill your mind being too comfortable we always like routine but it's also great to discover new things and so as i go through this um i'll also express my interest in going to shoe design and i'll walk you through everything my strategies how am i going to get there and as i go through uh enormous career change so that is it for intro and i look forward to hearing from everyone shortly and feel free to contact me either through instagram or gmail um and that'd be great bye